it's been this strange period of since the chicken man's been gone it's been it's been so quiet so so peaceful at times almost serene it's been fucking shit village news election special where fact and opinion are treated equally How did I find out about the election? My wife had written it in her own blood on the bedsheets. I think my neighbour's got someone out for me. I went to the back garden the other day and he was sharpening his dog. How did I know it was election time coming up? I was walking to the shops the other day and there was this man standing who was stark naked in the middle of the town centre, just uh, rotating some noose around his head and uh, screaming something about hanging people. And that's when I thought, ah, bless. Anyone that's going to run for leader, I, I don't mind who you are or what you do. They're just you're going to have to sort out this bloody time portal that's in the bottom of my garden. Uh, I'm having all sorts of trouble. But I had the Battle of uh, 1066. All of them come through the garden the other day. It's absolutely bloody ruined. Excuse me, if you you got the apple sauce there? Oh, fucking love apple sauce. Well, actually, when, when I found out, I, I was inside the missus at the time. So I says, I says, Mabel, get out of the harness, love. We got work to do. Election? How can you tell I'm wearing my bag of trousers? Good evening. Welcome to Village News Election Special. I'm Fabric Hasselwood. You join us this evening where all eyes are silently fixed on the village watchtower. Villagers are eagerly anticipating the beginning of an election marked by the ceremonial extinguishing of the village flame. Some line the streets, weapons in hand, prepared for what is to come. Others seek shelter in churches, homes and pubs across the town. Tonight, we await the beginning of a village tradition not seen on our streets for some time. The running of the watchman. Described by some as the proudest village tradition, by others as outdated and clearly illegal. All we know for sure is the next 48 hours are an undertaker's wet dream. We will bring you detailed coverage and live commentary as the harrowing events unfold. I am joined in the studio by a panel of voices. Graham LeChair. Hello. A village historian here to give us insight into village election, history and law. And we're also joined by John Wallaby. How are you? And Sally. How you doing? Who will commentate on the running of the Watchmen, uh, keeping us up to date on what is happening in the streets. And I'm also unfortunately joined by Martha Tittlebit from the Liberal Democrats. The time is currently 10pm, but the flame of the Watchtower is still burning brightly. We are going to bring you all the election coverage, explain how it works, and answer all of your questions. But first... It's been 15 days since the chicken man was shot in office, an event that led us to this election. I spoke with local resident Jim Cloacker to get a sense of how life in the village has changed. What's a village been like since the chicken man's gone? Well, not as bad as I thought. Yeah, there's an election looming and we all know what that means. But a lot of old village traditions are coming back and there's a new spirit to things. Oh, it's great to see village life returning to our normality. Goose dabblers are back. When was the last time you saw that? People dabbling a goose on the street. Oh, lovely to see. 
the old hag's back. Now, I thought she was dead, but no, she's back. And her haunted dog as well. <laughs> Bloody barking at everyone. Lots of village traditions are seeing a boom. Waddlers. You remember Waddlers? I saw a couple having a game of saggy basket in the park. It's all back. Eating cornflower, looms, arson, bedbugs. Even the blacksmiths are back, which is great because they are a lovely family. And those race riots were regrettable. Oh, and faggots. I think we can say faggots again. Bloody miss that. Jim Cloaca there. It really seems that life in the village is going to be okay. Currently, the flame is still burning, and so the running hasn't yet begun. Uh, so let me come to you, Graham. Uh, you're our village historian. I wonder if you could tell us a little more about the flame of the watchtower and the watchmen. Where do these traditions come from? The flame of the watchtower burns throughout a village leader's reign as a symbol of stability of governance. This flame has been burning for almost 30 years, but many expect it to be extinguished this evening. And that's because of the fall of the chicken man. Yes. The death of a village leader is a cause for a flame to be extinguished. The moment the flame is extinguished, the running of the watchman will begin, an ancient village tradition that begins the election cycle. And the chicken man was shot 15 days ago, so why wasn't the flame extinguished immediately, as per the tradition? Well, the chicken man's body is still missing, and many find it hard to believe he is dead, stating it wouldn't be possible to kill a chicken man with a mere bullet. Clearly, there is some apprehension from the watchmen. Uh, there are very few watchmen in history who have survived the running. Uh, Sally and John, I'd, I'd like to come to you at this point, so you can tell those viewers unfamiliar with the tradition. What exactly is the running of the watchmen? Well, the running of the watchmen is a very simple tradition. Uh, in any election of a new leader, village law only allows four candidates. Uh, once one of the watchmen decides to extinguish that flame, this enacts what is known as the grace period. Uh, this is a countdown window just for the watchmen uh, to give them a head start. And a fighting chance. During the grace period, a countdown is chanted by all us villagers. None of us can begin the charge until the countdown reaches zero. And during this countdown, you'll really see those four watchmen run for their lives. But when the countdown does reach zero, it begins. The villagers charge and hunt the four watchmen down. Uh, there is a 48-hour window in which to do this and claim a watchman and one of those four places in the race for new leader. But how exactly do you make your claim? Well, you simply impale or bludgeon one of the fleeing watchmen and take his bloody corpse to the centre of the village and present it to the village council, thus staking your rightful claim to candidacy, and then you can make your inaugural campaign speech. Thank you, John and Sally. Now, Graham, this election is slightly different to how other places elect leaders, and this is due to an ancient village bylaw. Yes. The extinguishing of the flame is a very old tradition. In fact, the building of the watchtower is the first event woven into the village tapestry. Well, perhaps you could explain a little more of the history of these events? Well, 
As I say, the village tower itself dates back to the earliest records of the village, originally positioned to warn of outsiders. It is said the watchtower was built at such an enormous height so that its flame be visible from every corner of the village. Originally, the watchtower's flame was lit to warn of evil approaching the kingdom's boundaries, and if traditional interpretations of the village tapestry are to be believed, that evil is known as the Ice Cream King. But it wasn't until the reign of Philip the Shoe where we saw the first watchmen as we know them today. Shoe decreed the flame should burn constantly throughout his reign as a symbol of the stability he brought to the village. Some say, though, he actually believed that this constant flame would guard against the Ice Cream King ever returning. King Shu knighted four men to protect the flame. They became known as the Watchmen, each one a symbol of the four virtues of the village. Purity, vengeance, greed, and apple sauce. The four Watchmen took a sacred oath to keep the flame burning, and they did so for many years. However, when Shu died, they extinguished the flame in his honour. It began a tradition, and ever since then, the practice has been maintained from kings to mayors. A new flame for each reign of the village. Fascinating stuff. I guess at this moment it is just a waiting game for one of them to extinguish that flame. Indeed. They are probably playing a game of something like Wee Willy Knuckle or, or Piss the Tail off the Donkey to decide who will bear the task of ending the chicken man's reign and thus have the least amount of time to run from the onslaught of villagers who will be heading their way. The running of the Watchmen has proven to be somewhat controversial with many of the newer residents in the village. Thus, the election process is coming under fresh scrutiny this from voices across... This whipping up of false controversy needs to stop immediately, Fabric. There is no controversy in tradition. By its nature, it is tradition, and thus must happen. If tolerant folk want to move here, I, I have no problem with that. Let them come and contribute, but they must integrate with our traditions and our way of life. Well, it's, it's very interesting you should say that, Graham, because I actually have Megan Thomas on the phone, uh, who self-identifies as tolerant, and I'm not actually being rude in calling you that, Megan, am I? You are one of the tolerant folk? Um, yes. Now, Megan, you moved here six months ago from London, and you have a question for Graham. Yes, this is madness. What is going on? Right now, outside my house, there is an eight-year-old boy carrying around something he described as an election sword. This thing is taller than he is, and he's flailing it around and chanting, Impale! 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 What on earth is going on? Graham? Well, I imagine the election sword was passed down to him. He's perhaps the only surviving male in his particular lineage, so it will be his duty to try and represent his family in the upcoming election. Well, I hope that clears up that particular query, Megan. Uh, next caller is David Harris. Hello, David. Uh, what is your question? I'm new here, and I'm, I'm not sure what's going on with the election. I was expecting a ballot paper or, or like a pamphlet through the door or something. Uh, I asked my neighbour if he had anything for the election, but he just cried and handed me a switchblade. Sally, uh, perhaps uh, you can answer this one. Well, firstly, it's not really a question, is he, David? Uh, but it is great to hear that there is still some community spirit out there. 
You've a very kind neighbour there, and I hope that switchblade comes in useful for the running, or indeed, in the horrors to come across this election cycle. May the votes forever be cast in our blood. Horrors to come? What, what are you talking Thank about? Thank you, David. Next up is Flem Montgomery. Uh, Flem, what is your question? Well, firstly, uh, very excited uh, for the run-in. I, I was four when the last one took place, though. I don't really remember much. I just got some residual trauma from the screaming and all the blood. I, I was actually at the final impaling, uh, but as I say, I've, I've not got a full memory of it or, or of many things. Uh, but, but my question was, uh, would it be legal for the watchmen to burn their own clothes, uh, you know, try and keep the flame alight and live a little longer? Great question, Flem. Of course, there is only ever a daily supply of fuel in the tower, and we know that no further deliveries will be made. Uh, the village council voted on that yesterday. Now, I don't believe there is any particular law prohibiting them burning their garments. Perhaps they could extend the flame for a, a few days and inflict a lack of democracy onto us all if they were that cowardly. But remember, most watchmen throughout history have been gracious loyal guardians who are happy to give their lives to democracy, the village and its people. Wonderful. Uh, next caller, uh, what's your name? Ollie Jones. I'm new here. I I've never seen anything like this. I can barely believe it's legal from what I've heard so far. It sounds barbaric. Well, firstly, Ollie, it's people like you that give your community a bad name. If more of you tolerant folk bothered to learn your village history and integrate, then more of us could accept you. But, but thank you for calling it barbaric. We are very proud of this particular tradition. Not really a question, was it, Ollie? These new folk don't really get the language, do they? We'll have more of your questions later. We'll be keeping an eye on the flame and waiting for the excitement to begin after these ads. Opening soon, the village's zoo-style experience. Come on down and see your favourite animals like sort of dog, nearly butterfly and almost mammal. You can find us just off Village High Road next to the abattoir. Love theme parks? Then don't come here. The library, opening soon. This coming season at the village's amateur dramatic society, Fiddler on the Roof contains scenes of graphic sexual assault. Thinking of driving home drunk? Well, don't. Unless it's from the wrong dog. Open till one. This is a message to all the hard-working single mums out there. F*** off. Love sex, but hate overpopulation. Try a warm pie. Apologies, uh, we must interrupt uh, those ads there to bring in John and Sally, as we believe the running of the Watchmen is about to begin imminently. Indeed. The flame does not seem to be burning brightly as it was. We must be moments away now. Uh, we're going to see the Watchmen try many different tactics to try and escape the horde of bloodthirsty villagers soon heading their way. Yeah, in past we've seen people use the secret tunnels, others have used the trebuchet systems, or try and enchant wildlife or other dark arts. But they try, but not always successful. I can see a figure up there right now, and, and yes, that, that's it. The, the, the flame is out. Oh, it's you, out. Oh, you can hear the countdown begin. The excitement is flowing through the village. Oh, oh you can hear that death cry. Oh, let's join in. Five, four, three, two, one. And they are off. Oh, instantly we are seeing scenes of violence. Uh, people trying to get close to the Watchmen. Uh, they're not even trying. They're just hacking away at those closest to them. No man, woman or child is safe. 
and, and what's that? It seems one of the watchmen are hand gliding there from the top of the tower. What a daring escape. Yeah, I imagine he's trying to fly outside of the village boundaries. But to do that, he's going to have to navigate over the Enchanted Forest, which, which could prove too difficult. And, and I can also see there are hundreds of villagers now charging towards the base of the Watchtower, and it seems they may have gotten their hands on that first Watchman there. Yeah, it's hard to tell, but there's a lot of human detritus there. Many villagers just attacking each other. It's hard to see what's villager and what's Watchman. Yeah, of course, very graphic scenes. A lot of people will just want to settle grudges and, and, and try and take out each other this evening. Yeah, very common indeed to see a lot of skill scores settled during an election. It seems to be getting quite quite violent down there at the bottom of the tower. Yeah, though someone does seem to be emerging from the the, the graphic scenes there and blood everywhere. Uh, but they're, they're, they're heading back with something there to make their claim. Very hard to see exactly who that is, though. Well, yeah, they're, they're covered in a lot of blood. It, it can be hard to recognise anyone in these brawls, really. Well, clearly the contender doesn't have a whole watchman, uh, but he's definitely carrying quite a lot of one. Uh, we'll see, I guess, when he comes up to the village council now uh, as he presents his winnings does he have enough he seems to have half a head there which will play in his favor yeah, indeed it will john wallaby it looks like enough of a watchman to me and and yes they have said he is the first contender it's hard to see who he is he's, he's wiping away a lot of the blood but it's absolutely glorious scenes on the streets there fabric uh, thank you. Uh, we will return to you with more live updates, John and Sally, but for now we cross over uh, for the inaugural speech of this first candidate as he wipes away the blood. Hello, Hello it's me, Jibble Gravy, CEO of Jibble Gravy's Goats, Ropes and Things, and I'm here to announce myself as a candidate for Village Leader. Now, I am a simple man with simple needs, who wants simple things, many of which you will find in my store, Jibble Gravies, Coats, Ropes and Things. I have a simple pledge for you, my friends, this election. Hang em all! Vote Gravy! Hang em all! 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 Well, there we have it. Jibble Gravy is the first of the four candidates in this election. Jibble Gravy, one of the leading businessmen and tycoons within the village. Uh, usually, uh, there would be more of a manifesto that would be sent to us here in the studio to analyse and discuss. Uh, but Jibble has not sent that in. Uh, instead, all we have received is a noose emblazoned on which is simply vote gravy. Uh, Martha, uh, tittlebits from the Liberal Democrats, what do you have to say? Well, if Gravy wanted to join the Liberal Democrats, I think we could get behind his policies. Okay, thank you, Martha. John and Sally, I'd like to return to you now to get some updates from the live feed. Yes, indeed. You may remember uh, we told you of the hand-gliding watchman uh, trying to flee out of the village boundaries well, it's not gone too well for him. Exactly. He's been gliding towards the Enchanted Forest, but a strong wind has blown him off course, and he has plummeted into the far more dangerous Haunted Forest. He's probably fighting off the mirror people who live there and, and dare I say it, Nightmare herself. 
What we saw was men on horseback in full silver armour heading into the forest to try and capture the Watchmen. Uh, who knows what may be happening in there now, uh, but it's a much more dangerous journey to freedom for that Watchman. Uh, the village boundary on the other side of the forest, much, much further away. Who knows what may happen next, Fabric? Well, this is new territory. Panel, what do we think? Does this open up the possibility of somebody from the mythical community staking their claim in this election? Graham? Absolutely not. They are not villagers, and thus it could never be allowed. And Sally, what were your thoughts? We've got to accept that this is a possibility. It's not something that I would want. All of the mythical community, the elves, the dwarves, the pixies, they're all very short, and so they would look ridiculous. They wouldn't be able to see over the, the podium. Exactly, I agree. Also, they're just not leadership material. They're not. They're all idiots. They're stupid fucking... Oh, sorry to interrupt you, Sally, but I, I, I think I can see what... Someone emerging from the edge of the forest there. Is that a human or...? Uh, I think it is. I think it is. Yes, he's carrying what seems to be a watchman on the end of an election sword. It was a very traditional kill there. Yes, and they are making their way on horseback at quite a speed there to present their kill to the village council. Very traditional, this is And quite usual for an election. Oh, oh, and he's presenting the body to the village council. Oh, and, he, and he's taking his helmet off. Oh, I don't believe it. He's Tory bastard. Oh, of course. Well, it wouldn't be an election without a bastard in the race. Fabric? Uh, yes, uh, let's cross live uh, to get Tory's speech. Good evening. Today I wish to propose a fifth virtue, central to my campaign. Apathy. Must finish writing speech. Uh, and remember, your neighbour is, is always your enemy. With a bastard in charge, you will be can defeat them. You're joining us uh, live back in the studio here after Tory Bastard uh, has just made his claim and his inaugural speech. Uh, Graham, I believe the Bastards have a history of governing the village. Yes, indeed. The Bastards have a long, proud history of governing the village, right to the way back to Major Richard Bastard, who's often affectionately known as Richard the anus heart. It really wouldn't be an election without a bastard in the running, and I think Tory will have made his family proud today. Uh, Martha, what are your thoughts on this? Well, the Liberal Democrats have long been proud supporters of both apathy and empathy, so this does indeed align with our Liberal values, and we'd be happy for him to run under a Liberal banner if he so chose to. We are getting an update for you now. It seems that a major Skittle figures wants to enter the race for leaders. Sally and John, what news do you have of this? Indeed, we're getting news that the Skittles families have come together under the banner of one new potential leader. This must be a major moment for the Skittles community to try and enter the election race. Well, indeed, most Skittles players take advantage of the lapse laws during the running of the Watchmen and settle scores as murder isn't illegal during this 48-hour window. But you're saying someone has brought these rival factions together. Who is this? Well, it's one of the great players and icons. It's Melvin Special Hands. Melvin Special Hands... Isn't he dead? He'd be at least 100 years old. He's 137 years old. How? Well, of course, Melvin Special Hands, he can't die. Sorry? 
Well, indeed, it's, it's an old Skittles curse that was placed on him uh, many years ago. Oh, very sad indeed. It was an evil witch. They were prominent in the early games. He, he's cursed to keep living, but his body continues to die. Except his hands. Of course, they stay young, uh, like his mind. Oh, beautiful hands he has. Oh, young as the day was cursed. Gorgeous. I understand that. He is mainly just skin now. Yeah, but very beautiful hands again. Mm. And today, uh, he's become the unifying symbol for Skittles as they chase this third watchman. An army of Skittles players united under he, Melvin. This is beautiful. I never thought I'd see a day like this. And, oh, I don't believe it. They seem to have now released Melvin, and they are flying him like a kite. He is soaring above the army of Skittlers there. Skittles reunited, marching under the banner of Melvin's special hands. They are gaining on that watchman fast with their flaming Skittles balls and armoured pins. Oh, 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 I don't believe it. Someone has caved the watchman's head in with his Skittles ball. Oh, we could be seeing Skittles uh, leading the village. Uh, I don't believe it. That must be a first. Oh, gorgeous. Uh, Graham, could this be a first for the villagers John alludes there? Perhaps. But there is an issue here. With Melvin being mainly skin, it will be very difficult for him to hand the watchman to the village council, as is required by village law. It is the candidate who must hand it over. So I don't see how Melvin can possibly become a candidate. Well, the Skittles army seem to be uh, at the village square now, and, and they are lowering Melvin from the sky. Rending nine pints, picking up Melvin. And she, she seems to be wearing him like, 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 like a Skittles apron. Yeah, almost puppeteering him at this point. Uh, well, no one could argue that that is Melvin's beautiful hands there, picking up the corpse and placing it in front of the village council. Beautiful hands. Oh, and it's been accepted by the council. Well, there we have it then. The third candidate is 137-year-old Melvin Special Hands. Uh, we cross live now for his speech. Sorry? Okay, okay. Uh, wait, no, uh, I'm just being informed. Uh, he won't be giving a speech as he no longer has any working lips. Well, uh, John, Sally, any news on that fourth candidate? No, it, it seems like the final watchman may have escaped or gone into hiding. Nobody has seen him for a few hours. Uh, most people are over the excitement, and it's probably time to start cleaning up the blood, tears, and all the infant parts. Indeed. Often by this point in the running, most have gotten the bloodlust out of their system, and people toast those that have been lost in their local pub. Well, we will update you if we get any more news. Uh, there's still around 12 hours left of the running of the Watchman. Um, if nobody claims him, then uh, it will remain the three candidates. Is that right, Graham? Indeed. There doesn't have to be four candidates, and perhaps this is a rare occasion of a Watchman escaping the running. Thank you. Well, there we have it. I have never covered an election quite like that. Uh, Jibble gravy... Tory Bastard and Melvin Special Hands are your current frontrunners in this election. There are still a fair few hours left on that election clock, and if someone does find the fourth watchman, kill him and take his body to the centre of the village, we will come to you with more updates. Uh, that's all from me in the studio. I've been Fabric Hesselwood, and this was the Village Election Special.
This episode of The Village was written by Shane Nichols. The script editor was Danny Muir. There was additional improvisation material from Imogen Lawton, Jack Muir, Danny Muir and Shane Nichols. It was a village production for the internets. Thank <laughs> you.